in this video, you get to learn more about how to enjoy the process of being an entrepreneur rather than just rushing for the goals. Watch it here. I remember we, we, we left the office and I said, we'll see each other in two weeks. Enjoy, enjoy the break. Kind of like that, you know, like in a funny way. I will not bother you now for two weeks, you know, just enjoy. We just finished an expo uh, and, and, and relax and, and I'll see you in two weeks. And then after two weeks, another two weeks, a month, two months, and then all of a sudden, of course, it's the kind of like, oh my God, this doesn't look like it's gonna 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 end very and quickly, soon, yeah. right? And and no nobody would have thought that it would take like even like two years. Mm-hmm. So with that said, um, that's really like where um, you, if you're passionate about what you're doing, you will find different ways, right? That's that's the thing. There is no boss to tell you what to do, <laughs> right? There you is just no boss. Do. You just do. You just do. And and this is leadership with JP Adena, and I'm excited to introduce our guest for today. It's Mr. David Abenilia. Hi, JP, and hi, everybody. <laughs> yes, nice wherever to you here. are in the world, right? So it's, your, um, it's morning, afternoon, night. Good morning, good evening, good night. Good, good <laughs> afternoon to everyone, especially those who are in Hong Kong. This is, the audience here is primarily from Hong Kong, but of course, it's still OFWs all over the world. Okay, so David, my first yes, question JP. is usually... What industry are you a leader of? Well, um, um, I'm an exhibition organizer, a trade show organizer, conference organizer, and a network organizer. So these are my specialties. Uh, I organized the Philippine SME Business Expo and Network since Mm -hmm. 2013, the Entrepreneur and Franchise Expo, the Philippine Property Expo, and the Baby Kids and Family Expo. Perfect. You know... For me, I think also for uh, the population of the Philippines, they're, they are, they're used to the Sari Sari store. They're used mm-hmm. to the, the store just outside of your, your house, right? Mm-hmm. So how would you describe the small, of course, SME, right? So small and medium uh, enterprises. So w- w- what is that category? Um, small and medium enterprises, um, basically there are different definitions depending mm. uh, which industry you ask. <laughs> yeah. The DDI has a more specific one where they say, okay, uh, if you have like one to six employees, then you are a micro enterprise. Mm-hmm. If uh, six to, let's say, uh, 20 or 30, you are a small enterprise. And then there's another category, I think up to 100 where you are medium. And then if you're above 100, uh, you are being considered a large enterprise. Mm. Now, uh, like, for example, in, uh, in Morocco, it depends on the usage of electricity you use. That's how they can't mm. categorize a business. You know, okay, if you use a lot of electricity, then, you know, you are small, medium, large, or enterprise level. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. So it's, it's, it looks like a class for e- economics right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because micro, it means like one, right? The Sari store is a micro, I think. Right. So yeah, that's it's, what, that's yes, what saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, micro would be still considered, uh, I think, one to six employees mm, is yeah. still a micro enterprise yeah. uh, awesome. with less than, um, I think, three million in, uh, in assets. Yeah. But, okay. Perfect. Now, I bet you, you have an itch 
that you are trying to scratch and you saw that everyone, the small and medium enterprises has that same itch. And then instead of scratching your own itch, you are scratching all of their itches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> instead of uh, making a company out of uh, uh, solving your problem, you're actually every solving everyone's problem. Uh, I want to know the genesis of that, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'll be happy to share it. So um, when I started to become interested in entrepreneurship myself mm. and wanting to start a business and went through the process of registering a company, then uh, hiring staff, getting all the legal aspects in place, then you know, thinking about marketing, about recruitment, about uh, production and so forth. I realized, you know, uh, since I don't come from a business family and I didn't know so many business people at that time, uh, I was wondering like, okay, how can I find reliable sources, uh, uh, reliable suppliers and so forth. And the only way I could see it at that time was like either go to Yellow Pages or you, of course you search online. But mm. then in, when I searched online, I don't know the people really. So I was thinking at the time, like, you know, wouldn't it be great if, uh, great if there would be one place where you can actually source for suppliers, some that you mm. might need already. But then I also realized there's so, my, so many things I don't even know of. So mm. that's why I really got interested in thinking about I would like to create an, an, an event and a platform where I could invite different kinds of solution providers and even businesses that provide opportunities and bring them all together so that entrepreneurs like me and thousands or millions out there could also benefit from it and learn and, and see what kind of solutions are and opportunities are out there to network and also to learn. Uh, mm -hmm. That's why it was always important for me that there's a conference, a learning aspect into it where we invite industry leaders and, and specialists to share their knowledge uh, so that entrepreneurs can get new insights. And then uh, the third portion was that I just discovered recently was uh, collaborating and, and creating an environment and a platform for people to network with one another. Mm -hmm. It's actually the same purpose of this uh, podcast and some other post po video podcasts that I made. It's it's you want to find people that uh, is learned with the industry that you want to enter, right? So you want to go to this industry, but you want to find the leaders and their problems, right? So that's why I invite industry leaders in this in this podcast, ask them the <laughs> diff difficult questions that not not normal people ask, right? So. Uh, it, it it wouldn't it would be a, an impossibility that if I if I bump into you, David, I will not ask you. So what's what's the problem here? So what what do I want to solve, right? So it, it's that's impossible. So that's why this will be a platform for uh, the same thing, right? But I want to know because you said you're not a, uh, your family is not a, a our business people, right? But then you want to enter the business. I'm curious of what that business is. Okay, so I actually have a media background. So mm. uh, I was uh, a recording artist back in Germany. I was a mm. singer and uh, I produced also. And mm -hmm. then uh, I came to the Philippines and I studied film uh, in Cebu. 
So, so you're into the arts. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was in the arts, but uh, in the film school, I also realized already, I'm probably not going to be a director. But what I was very good at is, is solving problems and being a producer. Mm-hmm. So I remember it, uh, uh, my colleagues uh, at the time when they were putting their projects together, they always asked me, David, can you come on board? Because I can organize things and I can make things happen. <laughs> so, so that's, that's, so that's kind of like uh, uh, where I realized, okay, I like problem solving. I like creativity. Mm. So um, that's where I then realized, okay, um, I would like to go into business. And uh, my first company that I created was actually a public relations company mm-hmm. and a media consultancy. And then, you know, I got to meet different kinds of people. And from there on, I realized, okay, I, I miss the interaction with people because at that time, there was a lot of like, behind the computer it's in the office I, i get it i get it right 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 so uh um since i love the stage i loved uh, producing and so forth i realized events is also something that i'm very very passionate about mm-hmm. but specifically here i wanted to do uh trade shows i mean business events yeah so and that's you combined, where I found my passion <laughs> yeah so you combine your left brain brain and your right brain right so kind of yes because <laughs> i'm an artist i i'm a performer uh, so but I also uh, is an organizer in my head. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's like I need a list. I need this, and and I have an idiot board here. So I I, I have <laughs> I have, a, I have a guide here. I list down things. I need a guide. I need some some kind of organization. I I schedule my day. I, I have a calendar here. If you, if you uh, I show it to you there. There you go. I have a calendar there. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's something that. Uh, my left brain is trying to go to the right right so but i'm an artist so you i i understand you that you miss the stage you miss perf- uh, the performance of it the the arts of it so you want to talk to people <laughs> right i so, think yeah it, it was like collaborating you know uh, uh being around with people and then i realized also when i was just performing it was basically mainly to entertain yourself mm-hmm. but then when i went into business i realized you know there is such a bigger opportunity to solve or, or to be of service to other people right uh while as, a, as an artist you're internalizing first and then basically sending something out but you don't mm-hmm. know yet if people like it or not while here it's a different story you you yeah. go first you look at you the what are your problems and what are the problems of others and then you mm-hmm. find solutions and then you lay it out for them yes. and then you create the uh, solutions and then you adjust and then you, you adjust, adjust and you pivot until, you, yeah you tweak it and, and so on it. yes correct yeah. correct i started a business as well uh, in hong kong when uh, i was i was there uh, my stint there it it failed but i know i've learned so much and i know i have another uh, i have the the know-how based on my experience to do it again and i'm still i still want to do it again it's not like <laughs> oh, i failed i don't want to do it again right i i want to ask is that business still in existence that, uh, that you- media company Oh yes, it's still there. It's still there. Uh, it's called MediaCom Solutions Inc. <laughs> and then that media company created this. Correct, uh, correct, network. correct. Oh. So, so right now it's also like I think there's like different life phases uh, mm-hmm. that we go through as as as, as human beings. Yes. And uh, where my initial idea was public relations, corporate communications, media management, and then going into exhibitions, experiencing that, uh, being exposed to many many brands also, and and 
different leaders from different organizations. And then you find again, there are also certain things that you're more passionate about. So now, for example, for me, it's like also I'm very interested in technology. So mm -hmm. I'm observing a lot in terms of startup communities. How can we connect now, spe specifically now that we go to this digitalization, right? Yeah. Uh, which is not- uh, Especially now, yes. Especially now, right? Uh, um, since uh, we had the pandemic, a lot of businesses uh, were pushed to go digital, to go online, and to find new ways and means to communicate with their existing customers, or even find new customers. So uh, I'm very, very interested in that. And that's a new chapter, again, I would say for myself, mm -hmm. because now I, I'm being exposed to so many great companies that are out there that provide solutions that were not even in existence yet a year or two years ago. And though they, and they don't have a platform to tell their story as well, uh, but in, in your yeah, yeah. In network, it they have uh, a place to go. You basically digitalized and uh, exposed them, and you are the new iteration of a yellow page, the yellow pages. <laughs> yeah, Something I, like I, that, I right? would not call myself uh, not by far a yellow page because uh, how would you call yourself? So many... No, it's it's. Um... It's a business solutions platform, I would say. It's awesome. a business solutions platform for small and medium enterprises, while a yellow page just has all kinds of things, right? Mm, yeah, But yeah. for us, we focus more really on like uh, what kind of solutions or we create the solutions that we think uh, small businesses might need. Mm -hmm. right? So um, for example, I was mentioning a while ago that solutions that were not available yet uh, two years ago. Mm -hmm. Just recently, I found that there's a courier business that, that, that consolidates all of the rates that are available in the Philippines. People just go on the platform. They could and see all the, the rates prices. that are available and you could see the price already. And then you can already book it there. You don't even have them to go to any DHL or... or, or you don't or, go. You don't get connected to their link and then you have to talk to them. You can yeah, book right I, there I, and then. I, Yes, you can book it right there and then, or even um, so. Also, it was very, very interesting. Another company, uh, they are basically an e commerce hub. Yeah. So, e commerce yes. hub, what is that? Right. So, you had e commerce <laughs> platforms and so e commerce hub, what's that? It's a mix between a small warehousing. If you want to put your warehouse in there, they have a photo studio there where they can take a picture of all your products mm. and they will take care also then of your ordering management. So all you have to do is just bring your product there, tell them how much and then they uh, it warehouse costs, it and they will warehouse it and do the whole marketing and everything <laughs> for you. Isn't that amazing? Isn't yes, that amazing? It is. It's actually a problem of mine before and now it's being solved. You know, I want to tell the story of uh, my, my, the, the business that I started before, it's like uh, I collected uh, home cooks and then I scheduled them Monday to Friday and mm -hmm. then they would, uh, people would pre-order, meaning prepay as well, their orders the entire week. So we schedule the, the food, right? Mm -hmm. And then all the, the, the problem would be, the problem I'm trying to solve is so many home cooks sell their food into the workplace but they sell them at the same day, on the same day. Mm. So the competition is broken down. So three, three for you, five for you, 10 for you, right? So I scheduled them so that everybody will, will order same day, no competition because it's scheduled, <laughs> right? So it's, it's, it's something like that. So I collected, I wanna, their problem is they, 
the market is divided into them if they're on the same day. So it's a solution to that uh, problem. So many, so many other uh, problems uh, occurred, <laughs> but uh, I know I've learned so much. A, a second iteration of it, third iteration of it, I solved another problem in that. So if I was here in the Philippines mm -mm. and I bumped into you or I saw this ad, I think this would help me a lot. So can you give me uh, a solid example of, of a story, maybe a story, of a person that, uh, or a company that actually benefited from this network? Yeah, so there are actually many, many stories, right? Um, right now, what we realized, uh, there are a lot of online retailers. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, uh, small entrepreneurs that are buying their products from abroad, uh, shipping it over here but they don't even have a store or anything like that right. it's basically they have a shop now in in lazada or shopee and uh and now they're basically selling it through the different kind of e-commerce platforms mm -hmm. and um so we help them basically find the different kinds of uh, e-commerce platforms that are out there so there are some niche platforms also when it comes to restaurant uh, um mm. supplies for example that uh, uh restaurant owners can can go to and, and and find products like i mentioned a while ago with the e-commerce hub we found a lot of um, startup entrepreneurs to utilize them now uh, to start a business with the products that they have um oh yeah also very very interesting i find is that um i don't know for you but during the pandemic um like everybody was using Gcash and, and, you know, I, I didn't even have Gcash pre before the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. like, kind of like all of a sudden we realized all the orders that we're making in, in, in on the, on online, uh, you can pay it with Gcash. So you don't have to exchange money and so forth. So that also now I, uh, uh, um, realized that there are so many new uh, fintech companies out there that make it easier for businesses to transact. So prior to the pandemic, um, we were using always checks for all the payments. And, you know, <laughs> as a small I, business, I we, still, we still would have to go all the time to the big companies, uh, send somebody there to pick it up, to sign it that you physically, have received yes. it, uh, uh, give physically the OR. Sometimes it's still like the money that is on the check did not exactly match the OR. So we then had, to, the writer had to go back, change the thing because there was a miscommunication, go back again. And there's just so much bureaucracy. And now all of a sudden, that all disappeared. Now <laughs> everybody's doing everything no more online. Riders, no more runners. No more riders. No more. No more having to pick up checks or even do check payments. Now all of a sudden, every business is online uh, and and being able to do online transfers. And people somehow also have to trust the other person. Okay, that when I pay you, I will deliver you. I will give you the OR and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. But. Uh, I, I realized it gave so much more opportunities now to many, many small businesses, even so this is my own personal story, right? So it made transactions much, much easier now. Um, I see now like with, with restaurants, for example, that we order in our area mm -hmm. here, they know us already. So it's like kind of like we order yeah. uh, through Viber, they deliver it to us. We haven't even paid yet. You know, like there is this trust now. Yeah, delivered yeah. already. It's delivered already. There is this trust now that is building amongst uh, businesses and communities. Mm. I, I, Especially on online mm. payments. Uh, I get yeah. you. 
I, I have to say now, it's so important to be part of a community. That's, I think, also why for me now, uh, creating the network, it's like we're getting more intimate now. Now it's like we're meeting every month, we're seeing each other, uh, we're updating each other on what is happening. It's not just like a one-time transaction anymore. Mm. And and uh, through that community building, you build new relationships and new opportunities. Sometimes even the person you're talking to might not have a direct business for you, but he might know somebody that could help you. Yeah. And that's kind of like, you know, after you had like three, four, five conversation, uh, um, th- then you really uh, develop more and more uh, long-lasting relationships. Yeah, that's so wonderful to see. It's basically just a collection of people that are like-minded. And yes, even if it's on a different industry, the principles are the same, right? So uh, like the problem that you're saying is my problem in Hong Kong before. Mm-hmm. My, it's a Filipino food uh, business, so my primary audience or the customers are Filipinos, right? Mm-mm. But we're in Hong Kong. There, the technology and payments is um, out of Way this ahead. world. It's <laughs> out of this world. It's 2018. It's just 2018. I think 2017 it started, but 2018 is the company. So 2017 it, st- it started. And in, in China, they're already pay- the stores, even the small stores, get mad if you're paying in cash. You don't have you don't have their iteration their iteration of Gcash. So you don't have Gcash. It's that it's it's their complaint. Like why why are you giving me cash? You don't have Gcash. Something like yeah, that. I, right? remember, I remember when I was in Shanghai and they were yeah. so upset. WeChat. We don't accept <laughs> cash. It's dirty, <laughs> right? So the the problem there was I am still uh, catering to Filipinos, and mm-hmm. they're still in the mindset of paying through the bank. Right, you deposit the payment through the bank, take a picture of that deposit slip and send it to me, and then I confirm that you've paid, and then I give, deliver you the money, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's already all the wa- the wallets there, the e-wallets there, and I have those all of those e-wallets, so <laughs> I was prepared to say whatever they say. Ah, oh, but I my e-wallet is this bank. I have it. I'm prepared to say that all of it, I have it because I prepared even before I started. I prepared mm-hmm. all of the e-wallets available f- for payment to me so that it'll be easier for them to pay. But then they say, can I pay through bank? <laughs> 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 so, it's a, so it's like, wow, we're still in, t- we're, I'm already looking into the future and you're still 10 years ago. Right? Yeah, well, for, not everybody can pivot or not everybody can adopt that fast, right? Yeah, but That's then also the one thing changes. that I, yeah, that's also what I realized. Uh, some are still holding on to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're still feeling overwhelmed at times. Or it's simply in their ecosystem. It's just not, you know, there's nobody there who's doing it. Yes, so also they, don't see that it. I, they don't see it. Yeah. yeah, so this is also something that I realized now is, um, let's say before when we did the networking events, you know, we would have to book a ballroom and so forth, yeah, yeah. right? People were expecting, okay, we have to have a lunch and so forth. So people had to pay to be there. And now online, it's like, we just do the, do the meeting. It doesn't cost you anything. And uh, you have all of a sudden 400 people, yeah. you know, that are connecting with each other. I mean, it's a beauty to see it, what technology is doing now. Right, uh, uh, just like what we're doing right now, we're having a yes, conversation over an, Zoom. This is impossible right? before. Exactly, but, and then you know, once you distribute it, people will see it. They will learn new things. 
Yes. But before you would have to be invited in an in a in a in a, in a TV studio, right? Yes. Where now it's like uh, people can just search for certain things and then they will see it online. I'm curious about that. You said you don't have yeah. a business background, but then right now you're trying to expose uh, maybe a mentor to other people to uh, to see and then uh, imitate, right? It's the the purpose of that network is to see other people that you they can help you and vice versa, right? Who was that mentor to you? Is that a group of people, uh, a, a person, a book, uh, a, th a thing? I don't know. So <laughs> I, I'm curious to know where did that come from? Where did that idea come from? Uh, the curiosity for learning uh, was always there continuously, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but then as I was exposed to the business industry, I, I met different kinds of business uh, owners that mm -hmm. all inspired me. Um, where I just saw like how, how they solve things, how happy they are. Uh -huh. um, I, I realized also for myself that I wanted to work for myself, I guess, as a musician and so forth, as, a, yeah. as, a, as an arts uh, uh, artist. It was always for me the concept of like having to report in the morning and 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 working <laughs> on a specific time was never uh, uh, so much my, my cup of tea. But then I realized when I became a business owner and entrepreneur, I was excited to go to the office. All of yeah. a sudden, I could not imagine not going to the office at eight o'clock or seven o'clock in the morning, and I would be the last one to leave at ten p.m. in the evening. It's just like, but the thing is, I guess is. Um, when you find a passion and it's it's you're having fun with it also and when i say fun it's not just all good times there are up uh -huh. there, there, there are there are ups and downs, downs. Yeah. but the thing is like when you are just so passionate about it that you don't see how the time flies yes <laughs> no. i understand you know the book uh, the flow you know the book flow by mihai chicks mihai it's yes. it talks about you're an artist, so you, I know you. This, this happens to you. You're so into what you're doing. Time just flew. Like yeah. you didn't know that it's already three o'clock in the morning, but you you feel that you're just there for ten minutes. So Correct. you're in the you're in the moment of flow. Yeah, and that's and also what I artists do uh, that. Yeah, and that's also where I learned, and that's only I learned through entrepreneurship is that not to be obsessed with the outcome but to love the process that's mm -hmm. that's the number one thing for you to avoid burnouts don't be so hung up on the results because sometimes in the different life phases you might be happy with the result and overwhelmed uh, uh, with it but sometimes also you're like my god i did everything that i uh, uh, everything that i was supposed to do and it still hasn't uh, uh, reached what i was expecting to mm. Not to be hanged up with that, but enjoy the process of going through it and the learnings. I think in the very similar to the flow, when you are creating, sometimes you don't know the outcome. Actually, the creation <laughs> just of the music is the, the creating, process yeah. in itself until something makes click and you say, that's it. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but, but then yeah. the, the result might be not good, but you still enjoy the process. And you you'll be willing to do it again tomorrow. Absolutely. That's the most and sometimes important part. you find other things that you did not expect it also. Yeah. <laughs> yes. right? And then you adjust. Then you uh, pivot. If, if it needs you, to, if you need to pivot, you still do that. You, you have to, right? You know, being a business person, this is a, 
my my mentality. I think this is this is gone philosophical. So <laughs> philosophical here. <laughs> it, it, it's about the mindset now, right? It's uh, when I was an employee, I report to someone, mm -hmm. and if I had a problem, I know I had to look for my manager, right? And if the manager doesn't know the answer to the question, he'd go higher up and then higher up and then higher up, right? So there's always a person to complain to or ask to solve the problem that you're having, right? But with a business owner, you're on top, right? So you actually have to solve it. They ask you to solve it. And it's lonely there. It's lonely there because you'll be like, okay, so they'll be like, okay, boss, okay, boss, okay, sir, okay, manager. And then you, you're up there and you'll be like, there's no one up <laughs> to, 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 to ask how to solve the problem. How, do you have a story of, uh, I gave up because of that? Um, oh, there were several, several uh, moments, but... Um, when when these moments happened, um, I realized for myself the reason why you think you feel lonely is it's your ego. <clears throat> I love that answer. Yeah. It's your ego that is telling you there's nowhere uh, I can go to, there is nowhere I can reach out to. Because and in, in, in a matter of a fact, there are a lot of people out there. It's just you haven't made the effort or you haven't got the courage for yourself to ask for help. Mm. <sighs> It's, it's, so it's you have asking. to check in. You have to check in within yourself, uh, and and I and I'm I'm guilty of that many times. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, now I'm too. but now I'm learning also. Now I'm learning also that it depends also. So so for example, if you ask all other mentors and 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 so forth, but sometimes it's your customers. It's really the relate how how what kind of a relationship do you have with your customers, because you could ask them also, hey, you know what, uh, I would like to get your feedback on this and this and that. Did you enjoy this one, or why did you buy into this uh, in, into my product, or or also why did you not renew into the product, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you have to build a relationship. If it's just a very transactional one. You might not get an answer, but that's why it's important that you have a good relationship with your customers and to nurture that relationship as well. Then they will sometimes even come to you already and say, hey, David, you know what? I realized this and this and that. I want to share that with you. I just have this just happened today that I got suggestions from one of my customers telling me, hey, David, you know, I hope I'm not overstepping, I but I have, I, I have these recommendations for you if you would be interested in it. Right, and she sent me like a whole long, long, long uh, SMS <laughs> message. So I know she even typed list. it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a long list, and I was like, I was so happy and grateful because they were great ideas. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah. your ego, your ego says that if someone does that to you, they're stepping on your uh, ideas, right? But if you remove that ego, you're actually thankful. You're grateful for for those feedback. You know how. Yeah. You know how uh, there's an, <laughs> yeah, there's an entire industry that asks feedback, right? From customers. So I'm a big company. I pay this uh, corporation to get feedback from customers, collate that uh, feedback, uh, research, uh, 
double check on it. Um, may, maybe Analyze mix with salt, yeah. su- so, salt, sugar, spices on it, <laughs> and then present it to you as an idea to solve their problem based on their feedback. Right? Mm-hmm. There's an entire industry for that specifically. You just got that free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? You don't have to pay another industry to do that for you. It's there for you. Sure. It's a long list. So the longer the list, the better. It's like, right? It's, and just because you remove that, that ego, actually, you just have to ask the customers, right? Because uh, that's what I did when I started that uh, business. I asked them, what would you like to have? And then there's a, a problem, a short story. There's a, there's a problem that they said, uh, you, you're putting it in, a, in a container that's plastic and it's, not, it's harmful for the environment. And I couldn't solve that before, but then one, one, it, one thing clicked and then I, I, I've solved it finally. And then everybody ordered, ordered on a monthly basis. Before, it's, I, I pre, they prepay on a weekly basis, but now mm-hmm. they prepaid for a, on a monthly basis. So business grew because of that. Because I just, I, I just listened to that single feedback and solved it. Uh, like laser focus, I just have to solve this one thing and everything will come into place. Is there a story of, of like that with you? Like, uh, you know the uh, 1080 rule, right? The Pareto principle. Mm-hmm. List down the top, top 10 priorities, the top two solve it, and then the three to, eight, uh, three to 10 will just solve itself. Is there uh, one thing that you focused on your business that's solved everything? Um, no, I cannot say <laughs> for sure yeah. that there's a specific one. Uh, but like I like I told you a while ago, uh, being customer centric, mm-hmm. uh, customer focused, uh, that helped me a lot in my own personal development. Uh, that's that's one thing I can I can highly recommend that once you create a product. Um, you could talk with a lot of other entrepreneurs, other leaders, what they think about it. And, you know, sometimes uh, if it's something new, they might say it might work, might not, you know, you might get good feedback, you might get negative feedback, you might create self-doubt within yourself. But (laughs) the important part is to get it out there and then get responses from the ones that you are actually uh, creating the product for, rather than... uh, uh, filling your head with lots of comments and feedbacks from from other people that are not even your your target audience or your potential customers um it's important to get your product out there and then get the feedback actually from the people that are either interested in your product or that bought your product and then move on from there you know i'm a content creator and i started this thinking it's a business Mm -hmm. that is how i attacked the content content creation. Mm-hmm. I said, I have a problem. I need to talk to people. <laughs> I need to talk to people. <laughs> so I solved it, right? But then I discovered that with that, people want to hear it. People want to watch it, right? So I just continued, even if I was not paid. Even if the content, it would look like trash, right? I started with uh, no, no gears, no everything. I'm on the bed. The this the computer is bouncing because I'm on the bed. <laughs> my light is my second phone that doesn't work, but the light works. So that's my light, and my background is uh, uh, dark, and I'm dark, and I put on a black shirt so they only they only only see my eyes and my uh, my teeth. 
So <laughs> it started with that, but then I get be- I got better, and then I got feedback. You know, you know how the comment to make you better is uh, the best feedback ever, right? And mm-hmm. also, I asked. I don't know how to edit before a, a video, so I asked. I put into Facebook, put into Fred's LF, looking for the best edit, uh, video editing uh, app or what a desktop app, and then they put put in their answers, right? So I, mm-hmm. it's 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 like that. So when I started, it all the content that I had, I didn't think about the quality of it. I just put it out there, and then it became better. Just like this background, this setup. This is not like this before. It's just black or a, a brown curtain before. Right? So it's the same principle that was, as what you're saying. And I want to know, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, what was the shift? This leader shift, by the way. So I, I want to know, is there a big shift, a small shift, a change in location? I don't know. That uh, affected your, how you think or, or your business. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so just you just have to imagine uh, pre-pandemic, our business is basically mass gathering face to face. So our industry got hit like I think like one of the hardest hit uh, business industries because until now we're not fully back. People are still hesitant, even though economy is opening up. Uh, luckily, more and more people um, are are vaccinated. Or, and the numbers of in- infection rates are, are going no. going down, right? So, but still, imagining for somebody to go into a room with a thousand people, it's like kind of like still like okay, maybe maybe not. So it's, you're still doubtful, yeah, I understand. Right. Uh, uh, so in that, uh, it's not yet a hundred percent, especially also exhibitions. These take like six months, sometimes 12 months to prepare. It's not something where, okay, I want to do an expo. And then, you know, next week it's there. No, yeah, <laughs> When you're looking like, like together, like hundreds of suppliers and, and, and thousands of people, it, it takes some time. So uh, what I realized uh, during the pandemic is that this whole digital transformation with, uh, for example, there are now also... Um, exhibition technology platforms out there that we utilized, that we mm-hmm. were able to 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 do an exhibition where people could able to connect with one another, and it just created a whole different kind of a universe where before, as an exhibitor, you could own you were limited uh, to engage with the numbers of attendees that went just to your booth. But in our online platform, all of a sudden, you were able to see all the people in the dashboard that is inside the exhibition, which is like thousands and thousands. Yeah. So before, maybe like when you were lucky, you had like 50, 100 inquiries per day. And all of a sudden now you can get connected with like, you know, 3,000. Even if they're in the sofa watching TV, they're they're still inquiring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And 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 basically, there were so many multiple ways on how to get connected. And then all of a sudden, before, it was always like, okay, uh, there's this uh, there's this conference there, there is this networking session there. At the same time, oh, how can I do this? Right. It's it's so far apart. I have to drive and so forth. Now all of a sudden. You know, people have two screens. <laughs> then the conference a wide screen. Yeah, that can right? split. Yes. Um, so what I realized also now it's like there is a certain kind of an interconnectivity that is happening right now that I don't think we're gonna go back where people, let's say, 
just for a simple meeting have to travel now across let's mm-hmm. say from Makati to Quezon City they will just do the meeting on Zoom yeah. unless you know uh, uh, you want to grab a beer or something <laughs> afterwards <laughs> unless right? you it's want to meet not because yeah. you have to have exactly. the meeting it's not but because you, want you have to meet. To, but you want to meet exactly so that's also why I, I'm a big big believer in uh, events and so forth will still be very very successful yes. because people want that human connection I I, I, I remember I, I recently went to the traders fair and I was so excited I was so pumped because <laughs> <You're> pumped up <laughs> I'm pumped up because you know seeing all the people uh, uh, that energy that you get also right talking exchanging ideas again it's very very different in person than when it's just on on the screen yeah not not diminishing the quality either. Because there's a lot of fantastic people I have met on Zoom that I would have never had the opportunity to meet yes, during the, uh, uh, um, under normal circumstances, right? But all of a sudden, I remember when, when I was introducing our last exhibition, I was able to do 10 meetings in one day and to meet a lot of different people. And they were all over the country. One, <laughs> one call in Davao, 30 minutes later, I have a call from Quezon City, another Zoom meeting uh, from Singapore even. I mean, like it was all of a sudden you were able to travel around the world and, and communicate with different people without even having to leave your, uh, your living room. And that's something that's uh, uh, amazing. Amazing and it, provides so many more opportunities for for a lot of entrepreneurs and generally human beings wanting to get connected uh uh, my wife for example she has this vision board uh vision boarding uh uh, um, class and group and they meet uh, once a month and uh uh, they're also there they're spread all over the country Mm-hmm. Uh, they're meeting together uh, uh, to learn about vision boarding, uh, to make them feel better, you know, and that's really, really fantastic. Yeah, me, me as well. Is, I am a content creator for an OFW website based in Hong Kong. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? So that sentence encapsulated what you said. <laughs> Correct. But you can so, your content now is like shifting over borders and and it has nothing to do anymore so much with location. Maybe you would still have a lot of viewers from Hong Kong because you know those people. You know you yes, know the community. I started the, that's, the that's networking the there. That's you the know first the thing, community. Yeah. But ultimately, you could share your content all around okay. all around the world. Precisely, right? Yes. You could just like find, you could tap into communities in the US, get a community from California, get a community from, from New York, get the Filipino community and address different, different uh, uh, maybe issues, problems, stories, interesting stories of Pinoy's in different communities from different, and you highlight it. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it's like, it's instead of just telling a story, you're shining a beacon of light to the different Filipino heroes in the different communities all around the world. Yes. Before, when I was in Hong Kong, I speak in front of people, maybe 20, sometimes 10, sometimes 50, sometimes 100 people attend my... Uh, I, I am a, a financial education uh, advocate. I'm a volunteer teacher in uh, the Philippine consulate there. Mm-hmm. So I do that. I love that. Just like you, you want to have that interaction. I started there, but I built a community there, right? But right mm-hmm. now, that community helps me. Even if I'm here, 
right? So it's 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 it encapsulates what you're doing right now with your with your business with this uh, Philippine SME business network. It's something. <laughs> basically, we're doing the same thing. <laughs> I'm just saying we're do- basically doing the same thing and in different ways, right? Yes. Yes. And the the pandemic, even if you're badly hit, exposed the answer to the problem that you might have, but you 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 are able to solve already. Yeah, right I, I have to say also. Um, so you have to imagine during the pandemic, all of a sudden, income is like from one day to the next drops to zero, right? <laughs> so so the thing also, like nothing, you would not yeah. stay in the business if it was just for the money because there is no money mm. at that time, right? So the thing is like now, and also everybody's in shock. Everybody's in shock. And every the same person company, would just stop. Every company has to deal right now first with their own internal crisis. They don't think about spending money or anything because they don't even know what's going to happen. If, 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 if business is going to go back, everybody was, I remember that so very, very vividly. Everybody believed. I remember we, we, we left the office and I said, we'll see each other in two weeks. Enjoy, enjoy the break, kind of like that, you know, like in a funny way. I will not After bother you years. now for two weeks, you know, just enjoy. We just finished an expo uh, and, and, and relax and, and I'll see you in two weeks. And then after two weeks, another two weeks, a month, two months, and then all of a sudden, of course, it's the kind of like, oh my God, this doesn't look like it's gonna, gonna, gonna end very and quickly, soon, yeah. right? And, and no, nobody would have thought that it would take like even like two years. Mm-hmm. So with that said, um, that's really like where um, you, if you're passionate about what you're doing, you will find different ways, right? That's, that's the thing. There is no boss to tell you what to do, <laughs> right? There you is just no boss. do. You just do. You just do. And, and again, that's the same time where you might fail. You might, you, might, you might hit a spot. You don't know, right? But that's, like, that's where the community is so, so important. Because when you listen to them also, you will, you will hear the different stories. It's like they're giving the little nuggets of telling you, you know. <laughs> they're, already, they're already answering your problems. Yeah. Their stories, yes. Correct. So, so there, I, I'm, 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 I'm very grateful for all of them uh, because they also taught me uh, what I'm made out of. <laughs> because like you just asked me like did you ever felt like you know that's it you want you 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 want to leave stop. it all behind yeah for sure in the pandemic was uh, definitely uh one of the moments where i just figured like oh my god i don't know if, if if we're ever gonna be able to do exhibitions again right and just and just and just seeing the entire industry dismantle and i mean there was just so many bad news of so many companies that uh, uh where i just heard they're, they're not coming back right they're not coming back and and that's that's where where you realize for yourself it's not about the company itself it's really about what's your purpose and and how like if if i couldn't do exhibitions you know i was able to do it online but and so be it and and so be it and i don't know <laughs> i i i have the best intentions to make it successful and to see it but nobody else does it so i don't know i cannot take a, a measurement of of saying yeah they did it that was successful that no yeah. i was the first in 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 that segment uh, uh uh here in the philippines so i just had to 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 put my gut together and 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 to talk to the people also and we made it happen and everybody was happy but now we know okay this is what we need to do 
So let's do it. Right? So, so it's like that. So it, it's basically community building, but you've established a community even before the pandemic, so that helped, right? It's all about networking. Absolutely, it, it helped. And but I have to say, but because <laughs> of what has happened, nobody knew what how how business will go on now. Like mm-hmm. like they they like were there's also, no mentor that you can ask. Yeah, uh, there did is this no... thing happen to you? No, because this is the first time that ever happened in the whole world. <laughs> you, have, you have to imagine that 90% of all the exhibitors never joined the virtual exhibition. They even, like, I, I went through everything the with them. The technicalities of it is, is and, another problem, yeah. Yeah, like, like, they looked at it and they just said, okay, David, we trust you. <laughs> we have no idea how this works. Okay, thank you for guiding us through it, but we don't know how this works. But okay. We'll trust you. And then, of course, as we near, near the event, then, of course, there was a lot of explanation, a lot of sleepless nights, I can tell you that. But uh, uh, at some point, they got it. And that's the most important part. Right? Mm. And that's why, uh, uh, because we were able to do it successfully, now uh, um, they're part of the network. And now they're also, they're very grateful and very thankful that we gave them that opportunity because they could not, they didn't they they there were no measurements of expectations yet truly because there was nothing they could c- compare it with yes uh, and because they were so happy now they're part also in giving me feedback and saying hey david we can even step up and help you in developing the network further and to assist you and so forth so now it's like kind of like i'm like wow i feel the love <laughs> <laughs> so you said you were stumped because you don't have an example to look elsewhere right it's like what do we do? And then they are all uh, in the same boat that oh, we don't know what to do. So it went into the trust of your network that you have the heart to do it. It's not about getting the revenues now. And I think we can go oh, back yeah. to what you said before that you're into this because you love the process, right? So even if there are months that is zero, sometimes negative, you are still pushing through not because you want the, the monetary, monetary gain in the future, but just because I want to do this exactly right now, right? That's, and, and you know, that's, that's what so many, uh, you know, like when, when, when you are a business owner, then a lot of people will say, but why are you doing this? There, yes, you, there, yes. There's no money in it, right? And I'm, th- and I'm thinking, you know what? there's so many aspects in our life where we, where we embrace that same mentality. When we go to the gym every day and work out, it's not that because we're going to look really great tomorrow. It's that because it's going to happen something along the way. Yeah. And while you wait for that to happen, there's something else, a transformation that is happening within yourself where all of a sudden you feel the pump, you feel good, you feel happy, you feel grateful. You get that kind of a, a, a bliss, mm-hmm. you know, um, what else? So let's say workout, for example, right? But also, okay, let's say for you in your in your podcasting, you didn't do the whole podcasting and, and everything because, okay, uh, somebody gave me now money to do it. No, you did it because it, it, it was something inside of you that you needed to express. Mm-hmm. You're a there performer. Is you there you is understand a that, yes. I think, I think that there is a gift by God that is being planted in all of us. Yes. And it's just for us to find it somehow. 
Now there's also this the, the saying I don't know uh, 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 I was just reminded by it yesterday uh, when I when I attended the class with my wife in the vision boarding um, where the universe was reminding me that the universe is like a genie bottle mm-hmm. right you have to rub it and then your wish will come true but the thing is in the you know in the in the genie that the wish gets fulfilled immediately yes. but in the universe in real life it's just a bit delayed because the universe <laughs> is checking years, in with you in the first the, the universe is checking in with you first if it's really what you want yes double checking <laughs> double checking exactly because yes. we don't know right before i wanted to sing that's what i want to do and then it uh, changed into dance Right now, it's now communication through not with my body but with my mouth, right? With my mind and 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 giving you the these these information, but I don't want to. Uh, I don't want it to be inside my head only. So I want it. I want it to be communicated as well to the audience right now, right? So if you've learned something here in in this podcast, I think it's the mindset of a, a business owner. And how to solve those situations and to prevent burnout, right? So that I think what you're saying is, you are still here doing this that you love to do because of the process, not because of the monetary gain. Although I know, five years, ten years, there is still a uh, this is still you still have uh, commerce-driven intentions. <laughs> you, of course, you still and, have and, that. and oh, and you better make sure that you made that intent also very clear. Yeah, you know, when you communicate it, it as well, make it make make clear that you have numbers written out, that you have a goal to go to. It's just that don't be too fed up with it. Yes, that you cannot enjoy the process. That every time when you look at the numbers and they don't add up yet, that you get frustrated, that you get uh, uh, demoralized by it. You know that's not what it uh, what because I see a lot of people that it happens. Oh, I have to hit these numbers this month. Oh, I did not. Oh my God. I will be but happy it, if I hit this. I wouldn't yeah, be yeah, yeah. It's almost not. like if I hit, if I hit this, right. But don't you, don't you understand that you need to give yourself the space to enjoy the process of the, of the journey that you travel through rather than just being fed up with numbers because life is more than numbers. <laughs> but you have to know the numbers okay i have, you have uh, to know them yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the i have this principle it's i call it the the sky and sand in tagalog alapaap and buhangin or cloud and sand uh, it, i it's uh it's a concept that i've thought that it's the sky is the higher thinking the sand is the what you have to do so vision is mm-hmm. the sky mission mission what you need to do every single day is the sand you know how the sand right even if it's just a pinch of sand it's so hard to count. So if your sky is a bit low, it's still hard to count. <laughs> if it's a very high, then you should expect that you should count every single sand so many times. Now, the thing is, are you willing to count sand? The process. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, if the answer is yes, Go ahead. If the answer is no, I think you sh- you ha- you should go to a different career. <laughs> you're in the Absolutely. wrong place. You're, you're in I the wrong place. You. So business owners are are superheroes. That's what I see, right? Imagine su- imagine Superman, right? He knows he knows he's powerful. 
He knows that I have to, I have to take care of the, your brittle bones, the, you mere human beings. You have to take care of them. Like, you have to be gentle, right? Because mm -hmm. he knows he has the power, right? It's the, but he knows that he has to protect them because they're brittle, right? So it's the same thing. And then they ask you for help. You don't ask for help. They ask help from you, right? So, but I want to uh, connect that superpower with super uh, opened mindset. I don't know how to uh, explain it more, but you, you know, if you accept information, even if it's right or wrong, you have an open mindset, right? So there's the left, there's the right, there's the right, there's the wrong, there's this way, mm -hmm. there's right, there's a, a, a fork in the road, but you still have to go through a fork, a road, right? So you're still, you're still moving forward. That's what I see in you because the process just is that walking forward. That walking forward is the process and you have to do it. So you're a superhero in my, in, in my eyes and I know you are tr trying to help other small and medium enterprise about that. Now, I want to go into the details of your business. So, mm -hmm. what, would be, what would be my problem that I should join this? Um, it's, it's basically, okay, if, if you have an existing business okay. and you're not happy with, with the performance of it or you want to see what else is out there that could help me grow in my business, that could be either you find interesting businesses that you can collaborate with so for example i realized for myself right that there's a lot of businesses that do that i could partner with that do like a referral system so mm -hmm. it's like uh, um if i have a whole list of business solutions that i know a lot of people like and if it just happens that they're there and they and they like it and they click on it then i would earn like probably like a commission from it which i have never even thought about to be doing like this so now it's all of a sudden you have all these business solutions out there that people could, uh, 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 so you're like a platform, like a, like a marketplace yourself, actually, uh, for people to shop and to look and to, uh, uh, and to buy services from. So it's actually more on getting services rather than just products. Mm. That was very, yeah, interesting. So for you, for example, um, okay, you're into podcasting. Maybe you like to collaborate with uh, Podcast Asia. Right. Mm -hmm. Or uh, maybe um, you want to do some merch. Right. Maybe mm -hmm. you want uh, uh, to get like uh, some printing, uh, uh, T-shirt printing, design uh -huh. companies. I could hook you up. Monetize your brand. Yes. Right. Uh, entice your brand. Uh, cybersecurity in case, you know, uh, you have your content now on online. Right. There might be uh, some things because there's a lot of hackers out now there. Mm -hmm. I could help you with that. If you like, for example, to have subscribed content and you would like to do payment platforms that people can pay, for example, through their Gcash. But let's say somebody goes on your platform at 1 a.m. in the morning and you're asleep and you cannot check on your Gcash or your emails that people can pay online. I could mm -hmm. help you with that. Uh -huh. uh, Automation with the payments. Automations yes. with the payments, for example. Integrations uh, with that. I could help you with that. Um, you have you have uh, companies that, so uh, that that put the that has API for your website, something yes. like that, right? No. Also, yeah, if if you want that, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the, uh, those are technical things, but uh, it 
that's my problem before. So I'm asking. Yeah, I'm really, this is me asking. I, I did, yeah, I did not <laughs> even know. There is even now one payment uh, 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 or one fintech company that does the subscription base. So let's say you have a credit card and uh, um, you are offering a course or something. But instead of them having to pay immediately out 5,000, 10,000 pesos, they can, they can split it up through through the through the website normally that is only for big banks that uh -huh. work with huge uh, uh, companies. Uh, companies like ace hardware store or, or or sm and so forth but now they do it like for for smes mm -hmm. so right? i think there's also that is also their pivot is they said oh okay so many small and medium enterprises are are, are blossoming up or are sprouting so i think we have to cater to them <laughs> so that, that's uh, there are so many fintech companies that do, does that, that do that. I think I have uh, someone in mind. I have I, in, I invited in that fintech company as well. Uh, I don't want to mention it. I want to jinx yeah. it. But <laughs> so, but it's something that would help me as a business person. That's it, right? I am a business person. I want yeah, to. Yeah. I want. I need help. I don't know. I have this problem. It's like that sometimes, right? I don't know. I have this problem. But if you put you are put into this position wherein it is problems are communicated through the through the community then some problems you don't know how that exists are being solved for you by just being in the community yeah for example also no like everybody knows oh i have to be on social media oh i need to be on facebook i need to be on instagram etc etc but how do you properly monetize on it i mean it's not just enough that you just post every day mm -hmm. or three times a day right but there has to be a strategy also into it yes. right and there's a lot of content planners out there that you could hire out there so you don't have to bother with all of this stuff yes. and it's like basically you just give them a draft you just give Saving them the idea time, yes. and and they will design everything for you. They will post it everything for you. You set up a budget. Uh, uh, you will be amazed all of a sudden what advertisement budget. And we're not talking here about like millions and millions of pesos, but you know a few thousand uh, uh, pesos can do for your business. It's just that they don't know it. They don't know. They think uh, uh, social media marketing is just posting. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, a strategy to it. There's a strategy to it. Also, for example, everybody talks about influencer marketing, but you know, I used to remember myself six years ago when I heard about it, I'm like, oh my God, there's such astronomical numbers of fees that uh, those agencies are asking. But now there are uh, companies out there that are uh, focusing on micro-influencers. That means mm -hmm. those are uh, uh, influencers that have maybe not like a million, a million uh, followers right. like, uh, like, like, um, like artistas, but they have a niche in a very specific uh, uh, area. Yeah. Let's say, for example, in business or they are into tech, right? And they might have like 10,000 followers, 20,000 followers. And there you could actually collaborate with them and, 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 and work a deal out that could help your company grow. Uh, and they don't cost millions or anything. Again, a few thousand pesos. And you can collaborate with them. And there are agencies now that are focusing on these things. Was not there. Was not there years ago. These things were not there. We're not there. Yeah. And in this uh, network, in this uh, Phil SME, you would see that, right? It's, it's, yes, something, <laughs> it's something that you expose. It's something that uh, every, you help every, those yeah. companies be exposed to those people who need them, even though they don't know they need them. 
yet. So, so in our network, we, we make it a rule that everybody has to rename themselves and they have to basically input there which industries they represent. So that in the meetings, uh, which lasts about one and a half hours, you will see all the industries that are out there. And you can actually uh, connect with them right here on the platform. And uh, on top of that also, so we have uh, presentation slots also where uh, every, every month we have the two companies that would always present their solutions so that you will learn something new also of, of different uh, industries that you might have not been aware of that are there. Yes, and this is backed up by the government, right? This is backed up by DTI and... We, and I we, we are being endorsed by the DTI, it's, but it's not a partnership or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but the former um, director of the DTI MSME department uh, was a dear friend. And uh, so he always advocated us, uh, mm -hmm. helped us to connect because with help, different it will types help. of... Yes, indeed. Yeah, it, it, it helped to, to be exposed to the different communities that are maybe not so um, online savvy. Well-versed, yes, yeah. to the uh, uh, online world. Yeah, to, to reach out to those communities so that they uh, are informed about it and that they could... Uh, and, and being also referred to actually take a look at it and, and to visit it and uh, to learn. I'm curious. And since since it's all for free, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, uh, it's very yeah, helpful. Yeah, so the, the registration for, is free. Right? Correct. So so all the registration, everything is for free, so people can uh, uh, learn and then take the actions. Yeah. To help. Yeah, to help themselves and help their businesses. I'm curious. This is a website already since 2013. Am I right? The event is since 2013. Uh, now with the network, we just uh, has recently started. So that's just uh, March 2022. Really? It's, yes. It's yes. a it's a baby. Um, it's it's, baby. it's something that it's 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 future proofing yourself, right? The company and, and uh, with with your help, you're actually future proofing all the SMEs as well, right? Yeah. You know, if this uh, if the pandemic has shown us one thing, it's that it the only constant in life is change, right? <laughs> and and I don't think that we're. Uh, I, I think. We all realize that uh, life is even more complex nowadays. Let's say uh, if we take it in the measurements uh, back, I remember when I was still a child, we only had three TV channels uh, to choose from. And now like, you know, uh, uh, 30 years later, all of a sudden you can choose between like 200 channels. You have so many on demand. You try you to have three channels in your mind only. Correct. So, 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 so. And the then you go just change three. Right. <laughs> So, so also again, like, you know, uh, I mean, we just, we just, we're on the downtrend now with the whole COVID. Now we hear about the swine flu, then all of a sudden we have a war in Ukraine, right? I mean, there's so many things that are happening in the world that we have no idea yet how everything's interconnected and what, how it will affect us a year, five years down the road. So one thing that I realize is uh, with all of this stuff is who we can rely on. Uh, our, uh, our, um, how would you say this? Our families, our communities. So now it's really uh, uh, important. It's not so much the money, but it's like how many communities uh, are you engaged with? How many, how many networks do you have? That no matter what happens, you have people that you can rally together with. So you, that you're not alone. I want to know how you would, how would you? future proof yourself or is there something in mind in the future you have planned like uh, uh, what the pandemic gave you is something that you should think of 
the future very ahead, like 10 years ahead. Is that something you're doing right now in preparation for another pandemic no. in case? No, JP. Um, as I was telling to you, I okay, there are two aspects. Okay, I'm into technology. So I know, especially also okay. with all the, the blockchain and all of that, I, I, I can kind of like grasp it, what it might mean for a lot of industries. But right now, with things just like, you know, what, what, what the technology is being used for, like the NFTs and the Bitcoins and so forth. That's just like the forefront. We don't see yet the intensity of what it will happen in terms of business transactions and all of that. But I, I, I'm always a believer of uh, humanity. So what I was telling you before, the drive for me to being connected with people drove me for my, for my uh, music life being on stage to creating uh, events, communications to connect with people to now building communities. So there is, there is a pathway that I can see where um, I always want to create things that connects with people, number one. Awesome. Uh, and then I'm looking now at technologies and I'm just learning right now. I'm just a student right now myself. I realize I don't know nothing right now. <laughs> but I see and I, and I look and I see great, amazing companies, technologies, services, products that are being developed, uh, introduced to the market. And I'm looking just now like, you know, how I can consolidate those informations, make them easier understandable also for people i mm -hmm. i think yeah the, uh, the tech has a problem with the how yeah, to communicate very simply that, to that's audience, something yeah. that i realized when when i did the the event in in march that there were so many jargons uh, of, of companies when they introduced themselves yeah. to me that i said uh do you mind if we change the <laughs> communication strategy because nobody as a small business will understand it yes right um so that's where i see okay that's where i can help Right now, it's, it's, it's bridging a gap between helping the, the tech companies communicate to the SMEs and relate, giving the SMEs a platform where they can learn, where they can connect, right? And hopefully in the future, uh, to become a platform uh, that is known for uh, quality and reliable services that can empower all SMEs, startups, and entrepreneurs. Yeah, perfect. I appreciate that. So where, where can we find you? So I'm, yeah, I'm giving you the floor right now, David. So <laughs> you can you can expose it more, the, your uh, platform, to the audience right here. Yeah. Hi. Okay. Hi, I'm David Avernilia. I'm the founder and managing director of the Philippine SME Business Network and Expo. And if you are a business owner, a startup founder, or an entrepreneur or thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, I'd like to invite you uh, to join one of our networking days. Uh, you just have to visit uh, www.philsme.com slash network. Uh, just sign up. It's absolutely free of charge. Get to know our community. Uh, get to meet 200 amazing people uh, from the business world and over 150 business solutions that could help you in your journey and hopefully help you to become a better business owner, uh, run a better business and empower you. Thank you. Enough said. This has been <laughs> JP Adena of Leadership. And thank you again, Mr. David Abernilia. See you next week. Thank you, JP. Have a wonderful day. You thank too. you, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.